Hey, this is Barbara Corcoran. You are now tuned in to Business Unusual. And everything you ever learned about business, throw it out the window. I'm going to tell you the real deal. Listen in. Today, I'm going to answer all your burning questions about work, life, starting a company, getting on track, and much, much more. Be sure to call in to the Business Unusual hotline with your question at 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. This episode is presented by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash B-U-B-C, all lowercase. How can you make sure your customers are actually using your product? And how do you keep them coming back? Well, today I'm sharing my best tips to engage your customers using a few tricks from the trade. All that and some new rapid fire questions you don't want to miss. Listen in. Hi, Barbara. My name is Lauren, and I love listening to your podcast on my walks. My question is for advice for businesses with consumable products. My particular product is called the One Life Planner. It's a six-month undated like habit planner for goal setting and productivity. So people will typically purchase this because they aspire for some growth in their life. And I've been having a lot of sales, but what keeps me up at night is the thought that I want to make sure they are actually using it. I have an email list, I'm present on social media, but just like a gym, you can sell someone a membership, but you can't make everyone work out every day. So I was wondering if you had any advice so I can help my customers and ultimately keep making sales to grow my business. Thanks, Barbara. How long have you had your business? Um, Since November of 2020. So about two years, a little better than two years. Yeah, good Mm -hmm. for you. Uh, what what were you doing beforehand? Um, beforehand, I was in college. I played volleyball and basketball. So it was kind of a hard transition when I didn't have a coach anymore, but I also wanted to excel in the business world. So what kind of led to the creation of the planner was I was looking for that and I didn't learn a whole lot that I wanted to learn in business school. So I started uh, just listening to a bunch of YouTube interviews of successful people. And I noticed that every single one of them kind of referred back to their habits and like the little things that they did each day to help them succeed. So I started um, finding similarities in these habits and had a journal for my gratitude. I had a vision board. I was tracking my calories in an app and then I had a regular planner. I hope you didn't run out of ink. <laughs> so yeah, that was the problem. I was spread too much. I, my backpack was an extra 10 pounds. So I needed that all in one planner. So when I couldn't find one online, I just did what my entrepreneurial brain did and just created one myself. (laughs) And why do you think people respond to it? Well, they've been buying it, right? Yes. Um, A lot of them, a lot of people are looking for something to help them stay organized and be productive. And a good thing about the planner is the first two things you do each day is you do your gratitude. So it gets you in the right mindset. And then you set one goal, the big thing that you want to get done that day. So I think a lot of people like that. It gives them focus and direction. Mm -hmm. And what would be uh, the one goal that your customers typically or might consider setting? Is it like a work goal? I call my, uh, call my contractor or is it uh, call my mom? Is it, (laughs) 
get my kid into preschool? What is it like? What what's the nature of the one goals? Is it business related or personal goals? I'd be curious. Um, since everybody is different, I like to describe the one goal as what's the one thing like once you your head hits the pillow at night that you'll feel the best accomplishing Great. from that day. So for me with business, it usually has something to do with that. But uh, to your point with the call your mom, there is a part of the planner that has intentional conversation. And that is mostly to make sure that you're calling your loved ones and keeping close connections with your friends. Or if you want to view this as a business perspective to make sure to keep your contacts happy. And then it also stemmed from me when I moved to Texas after college, I'm from small town, Ohio. So I'm used to knowing everybody, but when I moved there, I had to really force myself to get out and talk to new people. So I would try to remember their name and write their name down in that section. Oh, good for you. And then, so you were able to build a community around yourself. Mm -hmm. Sure. Much faster than the average person. (laughs) Yeah, I try to, it was, it's hard just approaching strangers, but that really helped give me the extra nudge. How do you get your customers to find you? Um, So I started out on Instagram And I had a previous business that I started in college. It was a clothing line. So that's how I got my initial surge of people. And from being in a small town, just the people, friends and family around me. Uh And then kind of during COVID was when TikTok really started taking off. Uh, So with the planner and habits, um, one part of it has a meal prep section And I wanted to help people find recipes for that. So I started kind of just sharing how I meal prep on TikTok and that just really took off. So I'm up to like a hundred. When you were showing people how you prepared a meal on TikTok, how do you work the planner into that? So at the very end um, of each meal prep video, I say that I love keeping track of my meals in the one life planner. And I show myself writing down those meals in there, highlighting the planner. Mm -hmm. And then I have one of those link trees in my bio that will lead them to my website. Mm -hmm. Do you have a planner right in front of you? Yeah, I do. Hold it up. I just want to see it. So I have visual idea of what it looks like. Oh, and you have the one life right on the top. One life. That's mm-hmm. great. Can you open up a page, a typical page? It probably is more than one typical page. Yeah. So um, it kind of has a strategic layout to it. So it's a loose leaf binder. Right? Hmm? binder. Yeah. Or is it, or is it uh, connected? I'm not sure. It's, it's connected. Okay. Uh, let me see a typical page. Just hold it up for me. Yeah, so it starts out, the front is the quick start guide. It has a vision Ah, board on it. So that helps you get your big dreams down. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into, you pick your top five dreams out of there. And then it breaks those down into three more lines of some more action steps that you can take on those goals. It's terrific what you're showing me. Really terrific. I want to fill it out right now. (laughs) Thank you. And then um, this is the meat and potatoes of the planner. So up top is gratitude and then your one goal, like I was saying, Mm -hmm. then it has room for your whole schedule. Mm -hmm. Then it goes down to meal prep, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. And then you can track your exercise, your intentional conversation. And I also added knowledge in there. And 
that would be like listening to podcasts, watching videos, anything I say that helps you learn or bonus points if it helps you um, achieve your top five dreams. Wow. It was so well thought through. How long did that take you to develop the whole, the whole book? It's really well thought through. Yeah, I would say it took about six months. Um, at first, I had basically that ugly version of that layout in like a Word document. And I put it out on my Instagram and I said, asked if anybody wanted this, I would email it to them. And then I would just ask for their feedback. So that helped me come up with the final layout after hearing all of their feedback. And that's how I got my final product. Do you get feedback today? Because you express concern that people may not be using it as much as you'd like them to use it. Uh, do you ask for feedback? Yes, I do. Which I feel like if they're like my friends, they might not tell me some of the bad feedback, but you're right on that. <laughs> I try to make it simple, but I know just with any habits, it's a very complex thing to do and stick to. Of course. Do you, do you goose them along the way to remind them to do it, to, to promote it in, in some way, or once you sell it, they're on their own? So I like to post a lot on my Instagram to keep them accountable. And then I'm staying consistent with posting my meal preps on TikTok. And I'm also trying to grow my email list, which is kind of where I'm seeing a little bit of a fallout because now that I have my product on Amazon, I used to be able to, every time they would check out, I would get their email Yes, and yeah. Amazon won't give you their emails. So oh I know it's. It's really a problem. What percentage of your sales are on Amazon? Could you live without them? Um, ever since I switched, now I'm getting almost like 80% on Amazon. And that could just be because it's easier. You know what? It breaks my heart because almost every entrepreneur starts out without Amazon, then picks up a little bit of extra sales on Amazon, then it takes over. And I don't think they're aware that... Uh, well, you're aware, I guess, very much so, that you don't get the email addresses. Mm -hmm. It's like letting Amazon control your future business, really. Mm -hmm. well, there's no going back from what I see. There's another way I was, um, I've been getting some sales and it's through kind of like a deal of the day platform. So coming up this winter, I'll be in a gift guide online on a, on a person's website. So I'm hoping that will get a lot of good traction too, because I had them at the beginning of the year and it was pretty good. Uh, the same website you mean? Um, this is a different platform. It's called 40 Boxes. Mm -hmm. Could you find another five or six people who could include you? I, I probably could. I do have a friend that has an online boutique and I have her put my product on her website and she lets me know if someone orders it and I'll ship it for her. Do you ship it out to a lot of people, people that we all call influencers to try out your product for free? I started that at the beginning um, on TikTok when it was very popular to see people's routines. Mm -hmm. um, but I should keep pursuing people like that. I actually ended up kind of becoming the influencer. So I have people sending me products now. 
Ah, I see. And do you return the favor and send your product to them? No, but my dad said that I need to start doing that. So that's a good idea. I'll write that down. Email. How many followers do you have and how many email addresses do you have? So I have about 4,600 on Instagram, about 170,000 on TikTok, and only 1,000 emails. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, good for you that you have those numbers, number one. Don't overlook the main thing, which is you built a tremendous business in a short period of time. I see so many businesses that a single product like this, and they can't get any traction. They just don't get up and running enough. But uh, so you don't have the emails. That's a problem because it, you don't have a phone line in a way. It's like you can't have a two-way conversation anymore because you don't have the emails but you're very effective in having a one-way conversation. You know how to do it. People are responding well. What if you just did a lot more of that, the stuff that you're doing that's working? Is that not enough to grow your business exponentially? Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Just keep doing what I'm doing and being patient. Um, and then just coming back in and always reminding them to make the planner a part of their routine maybe pushing what kind, what time of day for them to use it. Mm. Um, and I also started, I was listening to another podcast, how to build your email list. And they said, create an offering in exchange for their email. So I actually created a starter guide to meal prep. And mm. that's how I can kind of get the conversation going a different way. I was also thinking it might make sense for you to run a contest, like show us your planner and how you use it and get a free, because it's renewed six months at a time, right? Mm -hmm. And get your next six month renewal for free. I mean, it's uh, because if you, if you put that out and you get all different ways that people use it, or what has been your single, what is the first question you said? is on the list you said what do you what's the one thing you want to accomplish today what's on your list today that you wanted to accomplish okay and then have them take a snapshot and show you i think you can get conversations going in that regard because you're so effective what you're doing right now do you mind lauren if i ask you what your total sales are to date um to date i have 36 000, right around thirty six thousand five hundred. And how much must you uh, grow it to for you to make this a full-time business? I'm sure that's in sales and you have your overhead. Uh, are you generating any profit month to month yet? Yes. Um, I... How many people can say that? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I mean that in, a, in the short haul, not many people can say that. Yeah. So what kind of a profit are you generating? Um. On a, I sell my planners in one pack, uh, two pack, which would be a year or a six pack. Uh, the one pack, if I just sold it regular, would be a 70% margin. Good and then good. the two pack is 62 and the six pack is 40. But that's also not counting in that I'm paying for Amazon ads as well. Oh. So it probably drops that down a little bit. I would think substantially. You better keep your eye on that one. For listening to everything you said, I think you have a great business going. And if you just do a lot more of what you're doing to work, to work what you're doing very well, I don't 
I think you're going to do very well with this, but how much money do you have to make to make it a viable business to live off of? 36,000 is not a lot of money, a year and a half. From that perspective, it is because you've generated it by your business, but to live on it's not a lot of money. How much would you have to get it up to to make this a viable business? I'm not sure. I'm, can I ask you? You might be more of an expert. I think you have to decide what your number one goal is up there. Uh, your, your big question for yourself. In other words, if I said to you in six months, your sales were now 70,000, you'd feel pretty good about that, right? Mm -hmm. If I said in six months, your sales are going to be 42,000, how would you feel? Not quite as comfortable. <laughs> Wrapping your head around a number that you're shooting for always enlarges your chances of getting there 10 to 1. 10 to 1. You know, when I was building my business, I didn't have a sale number, but I knew if I was growing salespeople, I was going to be growing sales. So I just had a number. I want eight people. I want 12. I want 16 by next month. I want, and everything moved toward that goal. And that's why I was able to attain it because I had written down in my calendar, much the business you're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, this is not a full-time business, is it for you? It is part of it. I kind of do a lot of things, which is another reason why I need this planner. Um, my husband and I run a screen printing and embroidery business as well, but he's, he's still working a, a full-time job. So between that and my planner, and I still kind of run that clothing line out of college. Oh, so you really have three businesses. Mm -hmm. And I also am a server on the weekends at the side, on the side, just for some extra cash. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I think it enables you to do more in a short period of time when you have that kind of a squeeze, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, I wish you luck with your business. I don't see, I wish I could help you more, honestly. I'm not sure I was that helpful to you. That's okay. This was a huge thing today because I'm sure a while back I wrote down that I wanted to be on Shark Tank. So <laughs> this is a vision board item coming true. It's a warm up. Thank you. Let's take a short break to talk about a company I love. Ah, do you know what that is? It's music to my ears. It's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform trusted by millions of entrepreneurs to start, run, and grow their business. Shopify makes it simple for you to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling custom dog socks or your mother's hot sauce, <laughs> they make it easy to customize your online store to fit your brand. You can get new customers and build the kind of relationship that keeps your customers loyal and coming back. Hey, did you know that many of my most successful Shark Tank businesses use Shopify to run their businesses smoothly? Curie Clean Deodorant and Pipcorn Delicious Snacks rely on them to do their business. So what are you waiting for? If you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. So it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. That is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash B-U-B-C, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-U-B-C to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash B-U-B-C. Now let's get back to the show. 
Barbara. My name is Mikkel in Salt Lake City, Utah. I've been working in the fitness industry for 16 years now, and I actually just left my job to start my own consulting firm um, within sales and memberships. My question is, is I'm only 22 years old, and I want to know how to better use that to my advantage and what tips and tricks you have for me. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Mikkel, you must have your math wrong. It sounds like you started in the business when you're six years old. No, no, no. Something's off there. But either way, what's important is you're 22 now. And you know what's great about being 22 and young in business? You're still looking good. So you can use your face and your body to promote your product and you should do it. The second thing is that 22 technology is second nature to you. You have a huge advantage of most people in the fitness business. Use every social media platform to promote yourself, your business, and make sure you include your face. Hey, some of my best questions, honest to God, come into my Business Unusual Facebook group. I'm going to answer those questions today. We're going to try it rapid fire style, 30 seconds or less. And by the way, if you're interested in business, don't miss my Business Unusual Facebook group. We have the coolest conversations going on there. I'm learning more from people than they're learning from me. Okay, we're ready for rapid fire right now. Quick questions, quick answers. And for a little help today, I'm bringing my chipmunks. You know why? They talk fast, so they're going to help me stay on track. On investment property, should I lease it, Airbnb it, or sell it? It depends where you make the most money. I own a lot of investment properties, some I lease, a few I Airbnb, and ones that aren't making enough money I sell when the market is ripe. So just ask yourself, how could I make the most money? And you'll know the answer to your question. How does a real estate agent find clients? There's only one magic way to find clients, and that's personal referrals. Make sure everyone you ever met in your life knows you're in the real estate business. Make sure you send them a sharp message. Think about it, work on something creative, and make an announcement and ask for the business. I'd love your referrals. That's what you do if you're a real estate agent. And that's all we have time for today. If you have a question, leave me a voicemail on the Business Unusual hotline, 888-BARBARA. That's 888-B-A-R-B-A-R-A. You can also tweet it to me at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success. Search and follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.